The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Saturday, January 4, 2020. See, I wrote 2019. You You automatically do that. Happy New Year, everybody. Live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage. It's a new year. We have a new studio sponsor, a new intro, and also a list of the best-selling cigars in 2019. As I get back from a national sales meeting, I'll tell you all about. Welcome, everybody, to 2020 version of the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Let me start by saying happy birthday to my wife, Laurie. It will not be on this classic day in classic history, so I will not reveal the age or anything like that. She's Nin- younger than me. 1999. I, uh, there we go. She'll love that. I would also like to <laughs> yeah. wish... Uh, 21, right? <laughs> she'll love that. A fan of the show, Pino So Cero's would I. So would I. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of Pino. Pino's Pino. birthday. Today's Pino's birthday as well. You know who else's birthday it is? Victor Vitale. Yes, Remember Victor is. Vitale? I texted him this morning. Oh, you, I, I, I have not Mr. yet. Victor. Uh, I haven't saw him in... Years, it's actually. been a while for me, too. Uh, but his birthday was the same birthday as my wife. I remember that. <laughs> so in case you're listening, uh, Victor, happy birthday to you. Whatever happened to you? But uh, we get that t- to that in another show. With us from CLE Cigars is Jim Price. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy you yeah. are here. And uh, you brought a cigar with you. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. It is not something that we have on the shelves as of yet. Um, so, Barry, tell us about this. Well, first of all, Jack Higgs from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi loves our new intro. And the first cigar is the Asylum Medulla Oblongata. It is manufactured in Honduras by CLE Asylum. And the size that we're lighting up is the 5x50 Robusto Medulla. It features a San Andreas wrapper over Honduran binder and filler. It's part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single cigar is roughly $7. All right, so this 50 ring gates, does this not seem thin? Yes, it does. Yeah, it seems like a 46, but it's a 50 because that's what's happening now. Um, the size name is Medulla? Yes. And so it's the Medulla Oblongata Medulla. Correct. Yeah, the round is Medulla, and the Oblongata is a box press. Same blend. Okay. And they come, and the format is 25 and 25 in one box of 50. So the left side is the Medulla, and the right side is the Oblongata. All right, so let me get this right. The brand is Asylum. Correct. The size is Medulla or Oblongata. Correct. Each based on the format. So the format, the Medulla is round, and the Oblongata is a box press. But there is not a Medulla Oblongata. That's the name of the brand. Uh, okay. Uh, itself. 
not it's asylum. It's a little confusing. It's an asylum. It's a lot, it's a lot confusing, but it it's is. asylum. It's asylum, so It yes. should be it's crazy and, and <laughs> Exactly. And it's right up the alley. Yeah. Uh, so it's a great format, too, on the shelf, so the customer can buy a... Same exact blend. Same exact blend. One round. Well, because you got one box. You got guys that absolutely will not smoke a box press. Yeah. And you have guys that will not smoke a round cigar. So this gives you an opportunity of the same blend and make both happy. So you've smoked them both? Yes. And? And? Is there a difference? Uh, I think I'll leave that up to the consumer. All right. I, I, just, I prefer round cigars, honestly, um, but, but I enjoy th- both Does of them. it make it taste different? Do you... But don't you, I think the, bo- the I would say, I would say uh, the box press would probably be a little bit stronger. So I recommend they buy both mm-hmm. and see for themselves. They compare, yes. Am I the only person who doesn't give two shits if a cigar is box pressed or not? I don't yes. have a, I don't have a preference at all. Oh, I well. have a strong preference for a round. <laughs> you do? Yeah. I, I I've never even I, thought about. And it. Jonathan does have a preference, but I prefer a round. I prefer a round. Yeah. Male or female? You have no preference. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're going to cut our cigar today, and the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Yeah, you have Are to you do the read. I don't, I don't know it. I'm just oh, trying to move along because I want to. It's a new year. I want to light up. Over? I want to light up and not discuss the difference between box press and round cigars anymore. Well, one's round and one's box. Okay, discussion's over. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Just got to show it to you. Did you look at this cutter? I saw that. This is a new cutter coming out, a Perdomo cutter. It's not out yet. I have one, though. It was there, and I thought... It was a gift. I think it was. <laughs> so you put it in your pocket. He didn't weasel it. He stole it. That's the difference. But look look at the blade. They oh, wow. It's lined up. A little laser etching they going on there. They lasered the Perdomo thing. But it's not just lasered because it's it's painted too. It's colored. It, it's black and silver, right? I don't know if the silver is. It, is that it's not silver? black the, and silver, you colorblind bastard. I'm not It's laser etched. I'm detecting a little bit of purple. Really? Doesn't it look like it's colored? <laughs> no. It New band. It looks like it's laser etched. purple on the retro hill. <laughs> you think it's just laser? That's it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it all, just feels like a bad Seinfeld. I like, the, I like the, you know, the blade being, I have, I've never seen that. No, Somebody ends up uh, putting the logo on, a, on the closed it, blade. It looks round, though. Can you cut a box press cigar with that? Yeah. You can. Okay. Were well, you yeah. the guy in the plane clicking that all the, the whole flight? Like no. chips at a casino? I, I put it in the baggage because I oh. thought I couldn't. I don't know if I'm allowed to have that or whatever. Oh, Rob J notes that Mr. J is already cranky. That is not true. Yeah, it's a new. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, box press to round, is there such thing as a box pressed cutter? You would think instead of a curvature, it would be straight. Yeah. Somebody needs to do that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Box press cutter. No one needs to do that. Two-sided cutter. I would like it because it means twice the cutters I could sell. (laughs) And somebody buys a box press cigar, say, you you need the box press cutter, or you should have it. You V cutter, deep V cutter, the big bullet cutter. There's no square cutter, and there should be. And somebody's going to do it, and you heard it here first. And it's a million-dollar idea. And uh, I'm just going to give it to you. The uh, foot of this cigar has the aroma of a a smoky raisin. You're just ignoring this. You can ignore it all you want. It's not going to go away. Somebody's going to come up with that. Smoky raisin. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Stealth. 
There it is. The Vertigo Stealth features single action, meaning you press the button down, the lid pops, all three jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You got an easy adjustment at the bottom, and the Vertigo Stealth retails for $29.99. That's the Vertigo Stealth. A lot of light here for $29. Right. Is the name meant to be ironic? It doesn't look very stealthy. Oh, it's stealthy. Stealth is what? Disappears? You can't see it? Yeah. yeah. It's because it's the rounded corners. You can't see it on radar. And really? if you, if you turn <laughs> That's where they put all their research and development is hiding the lighter. Yeah, no, this, this is a Continue, mistake. Doctor, a mistaken please. name. Yeah. It should not be. Well, when you turn around to walk away and you throw it at somebody's head, it's stealthy. They didn't see it coming. Medulla oblongata, long stem structure made up of the part of the brain, the cone-shaped mass responsibility for automatic involuntary functions ranging from vomiting to sneezing. Yes. Apparently, the trademark was not taken, of course, because who the hell would call a cigar <laughs> part of a brain? But uh, a smart guy? A smart guy, yeah. Maybe. But it's the part that would cause you to vomit that's or sneeze it's all involuntary involuntary muscles things like blinking your eyes someone says something uncomfortable and you win at least it's not a name of a spanish thing that i can't pronounce <laughs> although although medulla you oblongata is in, isn't rolling off the tongue either but medulla oblongata and we'll remember the movie Waterboy, right yes i do yes, they yeah. said that you've got uh, to have the medulla Oblongata. That's why uh, alligators are ornery, because of their medulla oblongata. It is the, it is the <laughs> craziest name of a cigar line <laughs> ever. It's it's up there. It's up there. Well, there's some been beauties over the years. Mm. No, Way but back. I think this is the winner. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. This is this is the winner. This is the weirdest name. The part of the brain. I don't. So when you when you make French fries, right? So I just got a deep fryer, yeah, and I'm doing a lot of French fries, and I've been experimenting with the russet potato. Mm-hmm. And right when you put the potato through the slicer, you have some of the pieces that have the skin still on it, mm-hmm. and that part, deep fried, is what I'm picking up as a flavor note here. It's a deep fried russet potato French fry. So let me tell you, do you age your potatoes no. or you make them fresh? You you do have to soak them to get the starch out. You you have to age them. It's true. Oh, you don't you don't want not too long. You don't, you don't want those green horns growing. No, on but either. you you want them to sit. So you go into a five guys, they hold on to potatoes for so many days. It'll say right on it 14 days or something and then they can start beginning to do it has something to do with the starch production or something that ends up happening. You hang on to potatoes for a while. I'm telling you, I know you're a guy that ages meat and coffee for whatever reason that you end up doing. It's old coffee and old meat. <laughs> Earning so much more. But oh, potatoes, yeah. it's amazing. you age your potato for a little bit. I feel like bit. we need to hit the reset button on mm. the show. Yeah? <laughs> We're having our own conversation. We're, We're talking about potatoes <laughs> over here now. Dave, somebody wants to know if that's a hygrometer sitting on the desk It is. Now. So you heard the new intro of the show. I don't know mm-hmm. what you thought of it, but there it is. We have a new intro because we have a new sponsor, which is Toscano Cigars. And they gave us this. I don't know what to do with it. But it is a hygrometer, temperature, and clock. And it works two different ways. It's as a table unit, or it pops off with a magnet, and it hangs up in your humidor or whatever. And I haven't figured out what to do with it. 
So I've you see one on a sailboat. Just put it on the table. Put it on the, the, put it on the table. Yeah. There were new sponsors, and here you go. And I can uh, hide my uh, stuff in the back of it or something. <laughs> I don't know. But um, you'll start seeing these things pop up in cigar stores, apparently, because here they are. And uh, people need to know their humidity and temperature. And temperature. Temperature is probably more important. Yeah. Yeah. Which I find weird because the Toscano doesn't really need to be humidified. And they came out with the cigar that came out last year in a humidified box, and the cigar doesn't need humidification. Isn't that? It is ironic. Yes. It's ironic. It's insane. It's asylum. <laughs> See how we put these two companies together? Yes. And that's it. Yeah. I'm sure Christian's thrilled. <laughs> so how are your numbers? 2019 for CLE? Do you, do you have your national sales meeting? I just came back from one. Did you do it yet? Uh, we're, we're, I'm actually flying out tomorrow to it. All right. Yes, yep. So tomorrow uh, we're off to the Dominican Republic. But you want a personal level. Oh, you found out where you're yes. going. Yes. And you don't produce cigars in the Dominican Republic. We do not. Yet. This is this company. So it's, it's the Medulla Oblongata. Let's go to a tobacco farming and production place that we do no business with at all. We don't even use their tobacco. We don't do anything. Let's go there. It's bizarre, but it, this, you never this know. is this you part know. of the charm of CLE. Um, Probably easier to fly into the Dominican than it is, say, Honduras. Maybe they're going there for a merger. Yeah, but they make cigars in Honduras. They fly there all the time. Acquisition. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, No. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm getting a a stress (laughs) headache. All the more he's not kidding. Many a truth have been told in jest. (laughs) Ah, something's going on. And and, uh, Okay. I'm in the dark over everything. Yeah, you're in the dark. We just found out yesterday, so it it was a nice surprise. What, you, what you're not in the dock about is your own numbers. So you're going to show up at a national sales meeting, and I imagine they're going to say the, how good the company's doing, how bad the company's doing, how well each employee's doing, how bad each employee's doing, or whatever's going on. You know personally your own stuff already? Uh, yes. So we're presented with an Excel spreadsheet for the entire year of 2019. Okay. Um, which <coughs> breaks down every brand by volume, by sales, by dollars. Uh, plus or minus in sales of just your and own, or you see other just, people just, too? No, just my own. Okay, so my, I get my own uh, capture uh, capture of the uh, territory. All right, and then I present, I create a sales presentation from there. You have to do a sales presentation. We all do. Yes. Ah, yeah. for how long? Uh, it's usually about 30, 35 minutes. Mm. Yep. So I just put together a PowerPoint. So I just came back from a national sales meeting, and I had ninety minutes to do my wow. presentation. Went on for just shy of four hours. So Your presentation? That's how he Mine. rolls. Yeah. Which is a mistake. I mean, it was, but people ask questions in right. between and it drags See, out and drags out. You needed to bring Jonathan with you. To move to me along. Drag you to off move me along. Stage. I know. Yeah. Next slide. <laughs> we sat in your vehicle a while back when we went out to dinner and for three and a half hours. Remember, we came back here and. Parking lot, we were talking way, well, way back. Ah, I do, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Going on and on about the late 90s. and Right? Yeah. Right. He does that. <laughs> so how'd your numbers come out? This year, very well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and positive. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. The last two years have been, uh, so this is my second complete year with the company, so uh, both both on the plus side. Okay. I got to yeah. say, you're 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 the best rep uh, that we have uh, as far as is. coming in. And uh, listen, if, if you weren't, I just wouldn't say anything, uh, well, but you are <laughs> no, the guy that whole, comes in. We have a you, great group in New England. Um New, especially New England's an, an interesting area. Um, I, I mean, I'm friends with essentially all, all of the colleagues that are every different brand. So 
the way I look at it is if every brand does well, we all do well as an industry. Well, as sure. working in a cigar store, uh, these guys used to sell you. Exactly. Right. So, uh, so I have that unique advantage. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. We all get along. Uh, we're, again, we're all in the same boat. So Absolutely. let's promote the industry. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It takes a long time to produce a cigar, and everyone's working hard, driving yeah. around. And you from, go, you go a little old school in, in that you go in and you reset your case and make sure everything's looking right. And that if something needs to be filled, I've seen you fill singles. Yeah, you, you do Supermarket it. habit from yeah, back you, in the day. You do it the yeah. way it, the way it used to yeah. be done. I actually see you straighten things out. It, it's so funny <laughs> when I see you end, end up shifting something because it's just embedded in you. That's what you what you did. There it is. That yeah. shelf talk is a little off or something, and you just, right, right. Well, you, you look at the, the retail set. You yeah. know, you go into a supermarket. I mean, I, in high school, I worked in supermarkets. I actually opened. Was on an opening team for a uh, stop and shop way back in 1986. So learned planogramming and and all the how it's going to be set. And, yeah, you know, you go down a bread aisle. That's a, that's a highly contested aisle. So mm. every, as you know, every every square inch yeah. counts. So and whatever I, space we're given from each customer that we appreciate, we want to manage the space. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing as a supermarket, as a cigar store. Or it could be space. anything on the shelf. Right. And the retailers got to actually shop and shop in their mind up themselves and uh, right. realize that it is real estate that's here, and you got to get things moving and uh, right. educate, help. Our, it. our standard procedure that we follow is that's one of the first things we do when you go into the store. You just you, you go right to your your section, and you know, obviously reset it and check Straight it. Out. You know, put together an initial order of you know refill and, and yeah. go from there. So how is, with Smoking Asylum, how is Asylum um, stack up within the Aroa, CLE, Asylum? How does it stack up? As far as for a second, third? It's, oh, it's, for, it's, uh, for volume, I'd probably say it's first. Yeah. Yeah. It's neck the and neck, neck, neck and neck with CLE. Okay. Yeah. But it would definitely be the workhorse, but yeah, I would say neck and neck. I know and, uh, as far as our volume of which, what it is. As surprising as it is to me, some of these giant cigars, it's like we're out of them, we're out of them again. Yeah. He, you know, and just keep getting them in, restock them, refill them. Oh my God, who's buying these things? It's amazing because it's one of those things that I never see anyone smoking them. People buy them and they disappear, and I we have to rebuy them and over and over. But there's nobody in the lounge smoking this thing. Yeah, we're you know, it reminds me of the old Macanudo Portofino. There was a Lancero in a little skinny white tube. I sold that cigar for 35 years. I never saw anyone smoke one in my it's life. It's a great cigar. Never, never sm- I never smoked one, and I never saw anyone ever smoke the cigar. That would be the 8x80. That mm-hmm. would be, I've never seen anyone smoke one, but we sell the we, hell out of them. You can't keep it in stock. Yeah. It's a, it's a great value cigar. Yeah. I mean, honestly, $10, $11. If you want to smoke a cigar for three plus hours, there it is. We, do, we have, Honestly, we have a lot of great uh, truck drivers. That, that industry is... If you're going to have a cigar and you don't want to keep relighting a robusto, or yeah, we see a lot of it's a you know it's a it's a great value brand. So Asylum starts out as this line of big ring gauge cigars, but now here we are with a fifty ring gauge. Yeah, this regular sizes as well yeah. too, if you will call them regular sizes, but not with the legs that the other size has. Uh, I would say this so sixty by six, eighty by six, seventy by seven. Eighty by eight, other 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 four are the biggest. Yeah, it, seventy by seven, eighty by eight, and sixty by six are pretty much neck and neck. So they're buying the one that isn't as good as this one. This is good, very good, by the way. Very good, a right, lot right, of flavor. Yeah. I just can't fathom this in an eighty ring gauge. Oh, eighty by six of this. If you want to smoke some, I don't Corojo <laughs> and Maduro. 
It's a, it's a, 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 it's an excellent cigar. I mean, it's a situational cigar. And Summertime you, camping, I'll, I'll smoke an you 85 will. six. Yeah, because you, yeah. I've never seen you walk in with that cigar no. in your mouth. It never, we never. can't make them fast enough. Yeah. So people, are like, can I have an eighty by eight? And I'm like, nah, they That's, don't even give them to me. All right, because uh, I don't know. What this, always this amazes me because I, I, I have smoked the eighty, and what amazes me is that the flavor is not washed out in those big ring gauges. Is there a, is there a method to the madness to make that happen? Uh, well, that would be up to the talents of the our staff in Honduras and Nicaragua. Um, yeah, typically with a larger ring gauge cigar, it can get, you know, people think they're going to be stronger. They're actually milder. But the, the, in my opinion, but the, the, yes. yeah, the flavor the ends flavor, up kind of getting watered it, it, down yeah, um, in, in a lot of them. But those... And just quite a bit of tobacco in each of the cigars, so I'd imagine that plays Is it the it. same wrapper and binder? Is that because it, you don't you know you can taste the wrapper in that? But we all know a thinner ring gauge cigar is more full bodied than the thick thicker cigar. Yeah, I would love the truth. Uh, no, in the Asylum blend, not, I would love the uh, like a you know forty four by six or that. <clears throat> that's my favorite ring gauge. And and if there is going to be something like that, you're going to learn the stuff at the national sales meeting. They're going to tell you the future, not only the Past, correct, correct. The future, yep. Yep. what's going on? So we'll go. We'll review 2019, and then and we'll all do our presentation. And then it's a great forum. It's very well run. Um, Christian does a great job. Tom, it's an. I've had great experiences with it. Good. It's a they, good. They can start positive. seeing trends of what's happening. Yes. So we saw the trend of big ring gauge cigars the past, I'd say, ten years now yep. at this point. You think it's still hot? Is it still in the incline, or is is it going to start the shift because this this pendulum changes as years go on? Well, that's a good point. I think it's going to stay. Yeah, I think it's been. I can't believe it stayed as long uh, as it has. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, I think it's now become the norm. So if you have a, a newer cigar smokers that may have entered the industry and not even known that that, that an eighty by eight or something was never around before, I'll tell you, I have, I have no problem with a sixty ring gauge now. I can't yeah. believe it. Because this seems like a Lancero to me now, a 50 ring gauge. <laughs> it's available in 62. Every, everything has changed uh, yeah. as it is. Um, so in the past, your national sales meeting, it's been, um, in, you, you, know, you said, oh, we're having a Dominican Republic. It's nice to know. But you've gone to national sales meetings with your passport, and you don't even know where you're going. Uh, I specifically have not. Okay. No, no. no. They have done that. Uh, your, they, your company. Uh, yeah, prior, probably yeah. prior to okay. me. Yeah, yeah. Last year, we went to a dude ranch in Florida, which I never knew existed. It was okay. interesting. Jonathan's a fan of the dude ranch. Yes. Yes. And it has nothing to do with, with smoking cigars, but it's what? To, uh... it's, to, it's team building. Okay. You know, it's a, it's a nice reward, if you, you will. Did uh, you get to rope any cattle? Uh, no, but it's the first time I saw a steer. I called it a cow, but it's not a cow. Learned that down there. Is that big horns? Yep, the curled out horns. Alligators. A steer is not a cow? Yeah. Well, a cow's not necessarily a steer, but I think a steer still is a cow. All right. It's like scotch, it's not whiskey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. What a, it's uh, a team building exercise, basically, what it is. So you, you go early in the morning, you have breakfast, and then you, you really hit it hard till about lunch, one o'clock. Right. Have a quick lunch. And wrap up around two, three, and then you have you know like your own time, and then team uh, bonding uh, activities. So is CLE a team? Yes, 
Absolutely. So to me, it looks like, and probably to most people, if they see a, a, a rep, a New England sales rep or something, you're a one-man show. You're by yourself. What team? You're, you're on your own. That's it. Well, we're in the we're we're in constant contact every day with each other. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah, so on one, one person learns something and says, Correct. "Okay, all right." Yeah, we're live in the store and saying, "Hey, you click a picture. Have you seen that?" Or what's what's ah. the feel like when we put this cigar into the field? After like six months, we send our pictures in showing. This is what you know they're doing in the West Coast. This is what they're doing in the South All Coast, right. n- Northeast. Because the information is key. Somebody's yes, doing is. something you didn't know, and yes. you say, oh, that's great. Yeah. Or, a, or a customer will display it in a way, wow, that's a great idea. And mm. So we're constant uh, in contact on the WhatsApp Okay, daily. That's good. Early thoughts here on Asylum Medulla, or Asylum Medulla Oblongata Medulla. Mm-hmm. Rolls off the tongue. Maduro. Maduro. Oh, Maduro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of a <laughs> citrus component, a uh, touch of earth. And Sullivan says yes. Definitely earthy. That's his maiden name. I don't disagree with Barry Stein. You don't? I don't. I'm not going to say I Roasted agree with coffee. him. Roasted coffee. I agree That's 100% I with Barry. No, I don't. Yeah, more coffee, more um, char. Chad meat type of. I'm uh, I'm going down the starchy road yeah. still with my russet potatoes. That earthy there's russet. De- there's definitely a starchy component. Potatoes, ugly cigar. cousin. Those take a while to fry. Long finish. After you smoke it, it stays with you for a long, long period of time. That taste, it's not gone and dissipated. It's it's a yeah. full body cigar. Very peppery on the retro. Yeah, yeah. full bodied. Mm. This uh, this is a retro head for professionals only. Seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Ed, yeah. you're okay? This is Honduran. This I, is Honduran. I, and I said I wasn't going to do it this way. I was going to go the <laughs> other way and not say it, but I automatically did seven, eight. Yeah, seven. Yeah, Solid I, seven. I concur. Okay. Okay. And this is our seventh year of asylum. There we go. So we got so a solid seven. I think not. Yes. You guys yes. should come out with something on the reverse scale. Like an eleven by thirty-eight Lancero. Uh, that would be cool. So you go you're adding that size, that length. We yeah. did add giant Lancero. That ought, that ought to be a huge seller. <laughs> but again, I would have never picked a seventy. A seventy, I would never pick. Never mind eighty. Can't All right, keep them in stock. It's crazy. We're going to go to break, and when we do, uh, when we come back, it's more with Jim Price and Barry has a special asylum segment today. Sorry, Laurie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a little All right. uh, tune offensive. out. Tune out. We're live <laughs> from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage here. At Studio 21, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. 
This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. 
Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the Asylum Medulla Oblongata Medulla Maduro. Just rolls off the tongue. Yes, it does. With the regional sales well, rep, Jim well. Price. Thanks. Worked retail for a long time. Now he's selling to retailers. And um, is it easy being a rep? No. Not at all. A lot of people think it is. And I just came back from no. the national sales meeting, and I, I got to hear all these people for a couple of days of – what they go through, and uh, I apologize in advance for being maybe a problem to reps and not realizing everything they go through, but part of what I was there for is to say what we, the retailer, mm. goes through, because we have our own problems. You are one of the few that live both lives and can appreciate of what it goes on, but I think the average guy listening that's in a cigar lounge and uh, sees a cigar rep comes in, I want his job. That's awesome. He sits around all day smoking cigars. It's awesome. You guys got it made, but that's not the fact. No. If you're sitting around all day in a cigar shop, you're not making any money, and you're not representing the brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like any sales. It's hard work. Yes, it is. Like any, yeah. any, any profession, but especially sales. Any sales gig, if you will, is definitely going to be yeah. difficult. Um, and I would say, depending on which company you work for, and maybe you know a big, giant company with lots of employees may be um, easier, but when you get into a smaller company with the head of the company uh, being Christian Aroa and somewhat micromanaging, which would be me too, that you know really looking into it and studying what goes on makes it even tougher. Yeah. Well, one of the beauties of working for this particular company, there's, there's no micromanagement. Um, we're responsible for, we're given the tools and we're responsible for our territory. And then obviously you have to produce. So if you're sitting around, lounging around in a cigar shop, um, you're not producing. So, so you're not hearing micromanagement from Christian, which I'm going to tell you what that means, because I've known him for a long time. You're doing your job. He's happy and you're not hearing from him, if that's the case, because it's been the opposite for some that aren't doing a job and they hear from them all the time because they're not doing it. Right. I mean, I mean, if I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're if you're hearing from every day, you know, Christian and Tom, there's something something is wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. And you, and you're not. Right. So right. congratulations. Yeah. That that that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> give me an idea of how many miles you put on in 2019. Well, we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago, and we had a cigar. I 
I clocked it at 54. Actually, this year was 44. 44 so I had to thousand. adjust that. Okay. 40, so you know, roughly 3,700 uh, a month. Um, it's all about routing. So I essentially I, dr- I drive around like the mailman on a rotation. Yep. There's no point in backtracking or smoking. I go in a logical route. That'll always bring me in a circle, hitting every single store, and then I work my way back home okay. um, on a long trip and then uh, day trips, if you will. I carve out New England uh, again in a circle. And if something ends up being, you, you you have a route that you're doing, but all of a sudden there's an event or something you have to be at or something, that, is it a break off at that point or you're setting your route in advance so that's where you're Setting it in advance is, uh, the, is the ultimate goal. Yeah. I mean, there are times when, yes, there's going to be a big event somewhere and you may rotationally not be in that area. Yeah. And then that's the time you have to, you know, you bite the bullet and, and, and drive all job. the way there, then all the way back to get yes. back where you left off. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it, depending Which is on another the, wasted day or two. Well, not, no, not necessarily wasted yeah. because anytime you're driving anywhere, I'm never not going to, I'm never going to drive by a shop and not go in. Okay. So you're always, even if you were there previous, it's still a revisit, you know, check the shelf. You ne- and you, you never know. You could come in, hey, you know what? I'm out of those. And let me ask you this Does your time on the road mean, you know, it's, it's three hours to the next thing? That you're out of commission, or are you the now phone salesman? Uh, well, the, yeah, you use the phone to yeah. an extent. I'm more of a face to face. New England small, if yeah. you will. It's essentially a three and a half, four hour radius. Yeah, it's not um, like you're doing the Texas rep. You know? Right, right. Where, yes, if you're spread yeah. way out yeah. and you have, say, a four hour drive, you really want to be working that. You're not going to call all the stores that you're driving to. You call from the the other side, if you so will. So you are New England, and do you do New York? I do New also? York as well. I cover upper state, all upstate, upstate, all the way out to Buffalo. Okay, yeah. wow, yeah. yep, it's a big territory, um, and many states. Yeah, it's, yes, yes, yeah. many states and many different things. You're talking taxes, different states, and all kinds of different stuff there. How about uh, nights away from home? Are you able to make it back home, or do you? I average. Um, this year, well, last year, 2019, I think I did 81 nights out, so it's not too bad. 81 hotel nights. Oh, 81 hotel nights, yeah. Which the company pays for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It ain't easy. How do you how do you feel about the, the new Tobacco 21 law? Well, um, from a personal standpoint, I, I, I don't agree with it. Um, I think if they're sending uh, 18-year-old men and women into combat, and this, I mean, Probably an old school thing, but yeah. But if you're true. if you're 18 years old, uh, man or a woman, and you're able to go into combat uh, with a rifle and shoot somebody, or just even be in a danger zone, true. it makes no sense at all that you then can come back and then unable to enjoy a cigar. Yeah. Can't make an or, intelligent decision whether you want one or not. Correct. Yeah. Um, and you serve on jury duties. I mean, and you, right. And so you, it's it, that's an it's a really sticky situation. Yeah. 18, you can vote. You can drive. I mean. What are you seeing as far as uh, the stuff in the shops? Are the shops talking about it? Um, I haven't really heard too much grumbling. Uh, maybe mixed-use shops would have the it, vape and the Well, and it's the, starting now. You know why yeah. it's starting now? Is because it happened. And that's when they start talking about it. after the, yeah. after the horse has left the barn, and now it's like we got to do something about this. And I'm like, hey, two years ago, you need to start doing something. Right. It's over. It's over. We'll get into that in the after show today. We'll talk about that um, events. We brought that up briefly. Uh, is that part of the asylum Aroa uh, CLE it, it, thing? It is. Yes. Yeah. Last year we we changed our event uh, uh, structure where we do um, a sampling event. So we have a um, 
a pack of four cigars that are, are sold at a great price. And the idea is to get, a, so this room full of people here, a captured audience, if you will, yeah. versus having trying to get 40 to 50 people to go to an event and have the retailer buy X amount of dollars, and then you hope to sell all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, our focus uh, was to get the cigars in the uh, consumer's hands, if you will. And then you discuss it as they light the cigar. Uh, correct. Yes. Oh, good, yeah. Good. And we're, and we're, and, Education. You know, I, and I, I think yeah. the folks like it. I think right. the consumer likes it. It certainly it's, separates the, that type of event. is definitely separated from the, the regular buy four, get one free nonsense that right, you see. Right. There really aren't events. It's more of a travesty, and, and you're trying to just – whore someone from another brand over to your brand you get someone to sit down and really listen to what's going on in the cigar and, and point out the flavor notes right. i think that that's what the consumers are digging what's interesting and i found success in it was that if you're sitting down and and say you're smoking a cle or an asylum and you're with a consumer and they say hey you know i love a toro fuente or, or lfd or um you can then you can compare the brands and as well as pump that other brand as to an extent, it's a positive. If you like this, you should uh, like that. Uh, yeah, that type or, of thing. Or, or you could, say you could you you they'll, add, they'll say, oh, I only smoke you know La Flor Dominicana, and I'm like, well, that's a great brand, and and things of that, and th and then this will be similar, or this is our version of that tobacco, uh, that type of thing, and it gets the consumer thinking. As you were as a retailer, you would somebody comes in and says. I want to try something different. Well, what do you like? Oh, I like La Flor Dominicana. Let's look, look right. stare them in the right direction. Exactly. If you like the La Flor Dominicana, yeah. you may like the CLE, you yeah. may like the Asylum, yeah. and, and so on. When I was working retail, I just worked the whole humidor and, right. and, and presented. And try to give a good experience to the person that's buying. Exactly. And pick the right thing for them and not say, you know, if you like La Flor Dominicana, you're going to like Macanudo. No, you wouldn't. Right, right. No, yeah, you once you know what they're smoking, then yeah. you can gauge them to your own brand. The one thing I never do, you never want to bash another brand. No, no. Any of that. So it just there's no point in that. So, right. again, we're all in the same boat, so it's... All right, so it's time for your segment. Uh, apologies in advance for anybody at uh, at Asylum that listens to this, because <laughs> it should be the opposite, that he knows he's having somebody on from the company, and it should be... The nicest thing of whatever, so we don't lose a uh, a, a sponsor. Maybe nice. <laughs> Maybe nice. <laughs> you figured five years, you would know. <laughs> right, right. That's why I'm uh, prefacing this because I know uh, you're going to do the opposite of what I would hope. But it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> the following gives new meaning to shag carpet. In Missoula, Montana, sheriff deputies were Missoula. Almost Medulla. I was born in Billings. Okay. Right. <laughs> in Missoula, Montana, sheriff deputies were called to a hotel for reports of a disturbance from a guest. He's trying to break the rhythm here, brother. Upon arrival, sheriffs found a naked man trying to have sex with a carpet. According to the man, he tried licking the carpet at first before mounting it. We searched high and low for pictures of the incident, but we couldn't determine if the carpet matched the drapes. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. <laughs> See, he wrote the whole thing to be able to have that line. He yes. started with the line and I, then went I, backwards I, I from there. I know how his sick mind works. <laughs> True story, though. Yeah. I know how his sick mind works. How do you find it? 
How do you find this? And and do you spend your day on it on my on my time? On your time. Yes. Because it's part of the show. And if you ever looked at my browser history, uh, my employment might be a little questionable. There we go. It is. Your browser history is questionable. Yeah. Last time I was in Salem, I thought Barry was sleeping, but it, I could have been mistaken. Yeah. I'm sorry, Nashua. Nashua. I take a nap a couple of times a day. It's good. A little siesta doesn't hurt anybody. This is good before our national sales <laughs> Which is next week. Can it be called a national sales no, meeting? It's, it's really. What is it? It's a, just it's, our meeting. It's statewide. Our state Well, meeting. no, we have some employees in Mass. Some That's people right. We have multiple Hampshire. states. It's right. national. That makes it national? All right. All right. We got a national. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page. <laughs> first of the year. This is it. The first one. And this is Scott writing to us with a segment idea. Ah. Hey, everyone. It's Scott from Georgia. I had an idea for a show segment. Not sure if you've done anything like this before, but how about talking about the flavor profiles of each part of the cigar and profiles from different growing regions? Example, if I see a cigar with Dominican fillers, Nicaraguan binder, and a Corojo wrapper, what can I expect to taste? Thanks. The Scott. I would not be able to... uh I'm not the guy for that. It would have to be a blender that would sit there and say, this is what's going to happen. Because typically, I would say something like that to a blender, and they shake their head to me <laughs> and tell me no. And I said, no, I, that's what I would want to do. And they said, it's, it'll be terrible. I think it sounds good that that would work. And then they give it to me, and I go, wow, it's terrible. And he goes, I told you. <laughs> they, and they're not going to waste tobacco when they know this, this blend doesn't work out that way. Uh, Corojo. Big part of your company. portfolio. Um, yes, authentic Corojo. Authentic. Seed. And yes. there's a reason why you call it authentic Corojo because there's a bunch of bullshit out there of other people that use that terminology. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was, well, it's true because yeah. there was El Corojo Cuba was a little area where they used to grow tobacco in there, and their tobacco was different than everybody else's tobacco. And it, they, I went there actually. And there's, they're not growing tobacco there anymore. It's desolate. Oh, really? There's nothing there at all. But that's where the Aroa family was. And there were four families. And there I was right at, the, at there. And the only people that actually took that seed and left there. And if I say um, to Christian's dad, hey, can I get some of those seeds? The answer is no. No. You cannot. So the people that have it, that's it. They don't even show us yeah. the seeds. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell it's you. so secretive you can't look at them <laughs> it, it, for fear it, you might be able to it copy. It's so it. valuable. No, that seed is so valuable. It's the it, it's the the pulse of the of the whole company is that. And if other people could get it, the party's over. That they could actually grow that. If so they were, they don't safe sell it. They don't do it in anything. Honduras. The seeds are in the safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's true. That's the way it is. The money can be on the table, but the seeds are in the safe. Absolutely. So, uh, hey, we had a good year on uh, the Cigar Authority. A big thank you to all those that liked, shared the podcast, especially those who subscribe on YouTube. Uh, it helps a lot. The people that put reviews, it yep. all pushes us forward. So a thank you to that. As we went, uh, actually, I was away, and Ed Sullivan sent me all uh, the numbers, and it was yep. fantastic. Uh, how best show. month ever. Best month ever, best year ever. It, you know, the, some people say trees don't grow to the sky. Here we are 10 years into this. Actually, 11, by the way. What century? Is what? it a new? Here's why it's 11 years. We did the show in 2010, and now we're in 2020. We did it in 10, 11, 12, 13, 20. We're doing the show in 20. It's 11 years that 
different years that we have had the show. Depends on how you look at it, but he has a point. Yeah? <laughs> Only is, if you look at it this like This is that. our that 11th <laughs> year broadcasting is a true statement. We are, no. Ye, yes, we, we're no. We're broadcasting for 11 it's, different years. That's the... No. Could you cue the Not the dumbest thing at all. It's true. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> so angry. We're in our 10th year. That's it. It's funny. You make these arguments, and then the, you, next week you'll come back on. No, and say, I won't. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. smart. You're dumb. I'm big. You're little. I'm exactly. right. You're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about there's it. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? All right, this one's a tough one. We did the Bruce Lee last week with the Mike Tyson and stuff, and I guess it was pretty obvious. This one's going to be a lot tougher. This is a fight, and it's between Tony the Tiger and Captain Crunch. It's oh, a no-brainer. This, now, this is not what the, the best cereal. These two no. real people are having a fight. <laughs> is it going to be outside interference from Toucan Sam? No. Nope. Is it just Toucan a one-on-one? No. It's one-on-one. He can be the referee. It's Tony the Tiger and Captain Crunch are fighting with each other. Well, I think it's very clear. Does it have to be cereal-related? It's uh, no. Can we Captain throw in the San Diego chicken? This is as the real people good. that they are. When you when you bite into Captain Crunch, sometimes it bites you back. It does. Until the, the, the milk soggies up the cereal a bit. So it doesn't even soggy. Then you got to throw it away and start over. Obviously, it's Captain Crunch is going to take out Tony no, you're the Tiger. See, now you're, you're, fighting, you're saying the cereal. I, talking I can the, use the, any the real, logic I want. The real, I, I can I use pre- any logic you, I you want. You can do it, but you're doing it wrong because I premised it by explaining to you it's the real person. It's I not understand. The cereal. It's the cartoon Captain versus the cartoon Tony. It's the real person. There, Tony, there is no real is person. This Captain Crunch, he was, a, he was a military man. He's Tony's now. Is, is and the this, other one is a tiger. Is this old school Captain Crunch or modern Captain wow. Crunch? Wow, I didn't realize that we had. Well, I'm studying the uh, box history of Captain Crunch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And As you should. <laughs> As you should. In the old school, he's waving a sword around. Uh, That's he, my point. Well, he's, he's a yes. captain. He's weaponized. He has, he has military. And in the new one, he just looks goofy. Looks like he's half in the bag. <laughs> I think you're right. right. He's, he's older. He's he buddies has, with Captain he Morgan. Dr- <laughs> he has a drinking problem, and remember, it's not milk. Remember eating that in high school, the whole box, <laughs> oh, and you yeah. couldn't feel the roof of your mouth after? I'm going to go with Captain Crunch. Yeah, I'm going to assume Sullivan. he still yeah. has his sword. I'm going with Tony the Tiger. And I'm going to go Captain Crunch because of the sword. The answer is Captain Crunch because he's a captain and he's the military. You shit all over animal. my logic. I get to the same exact place as you. You were going with wrong. the cereal. It's not the cereal. Yeah. It's the real person. <sighs> Remember the San Diego chicken? Thank you, Bonnie. The, uh, I don't know what the, that is. I'll the, take the Philly Fanatic over to San Diego Chicken. Really? Yeah. That would be a good battle. Yeah, maybe you need some mascot battles coming up. I did miss you while you were gone. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know you left, Dave. Did you leave? I did. I went well, to a national sales oh, meeting. Right. Yes. Where yeah. have you been, Jim? Under a rock, though. I, I was in sunny Miami, Florida. <laughs> Plus, Captain Crunch would be able to fire crunch berries at the tiger. Barry, you can't talk about the cereal. It's not the cereal. It's the no, person. but he would have that in his arsenal on his ship to shoot Tony out of the Tiger cannons. would win. So before he got to land, he would hit him with a barrage of berries. Is Tony the Tiger the one that's great? Yes. yes. Yeah. One, yeah. He's kind of goofy. Yeah. He Probably doesn't seem like a too. very threatening tiger to me. 
Nah, it's a captain. Oh. We're not talking he about he was <laughs> he wears, sergeant. Sean, Sean pointed out that he does wear a, a scarf, a, an ascot of oh, sorts. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but, so what is that? He's a little, he's a little light in the paws. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the top hat of cereal. He's the top light hat of cereal. But uh, by the way, can Dave? we exit stage left, please? Oh look it! He's got Tony the Tiger on his socks, and he didn't even know it was coming. What's the odds of that? Where did you get those socks? Uh, they were a gift yes. from a dear friend. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. So, so what, you want to elaborate? So, what cartoon? I bought him those socks. <laughs> he bought, and so I'm a fan of the Tony Tiger, but he'd lose Fruit Loop socks, I believe, yeah. and Pringles. Here we go. Pringles. Jonathan's a fan of the Fruit Loop socks. I'll say that there's a, a, a perfect diet right there. Cocoa puffs. So, so Jonathan, you said exit stage left, even. What cartoon character? Ah, wasn't that Top Cat? No, that no. was Snagglepuss. Oh, same thing. No, it's <laughs> not. It, not at all. No. Not at all. Wow. We're smoking the Asyla Medulla Oblongata in the round, would you say? Or no, because it's the medulla means it's the round. The medulla is the round. Is the round. And the so Oblongata is the box. Okay, Correct. so it's yeah. the medulla, but it's but the Maduro version of it. Correct. That's not how it works with the brain parts, right? There isn't a square part of the brain. No. No. Okay. Except, well, Barry, your brain's square, is it? Yeah, my brain works half the he time. He is a square. But uh, they're saying Tony Dan- Tiny- Tony the Tiger. I said Tony Dance. Tony the Tiger <laughs> wears a bandana, not a scarf. So I think uh, that makes him even more light in the buzz. Whatever. <laughs> bandana. No, light in the buzz. <laughs> Those aren't going to make comebacks, Can we right? say that? Is, is that allowed? <laughs> we can say anything we want. It's yeah. <laughs> For just, now. Just be careful. Uh, Rudy's nine-year-old's in a room, and he already had to mute my asylum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hear about it when I get home. Uh, all right, final thoughts here on the asylum. Medulla oblongata, medulla, Maduro. It's uh, getting more along the lines of coffee notes as mm. I'm coming to the end. I tasted it earlier, but you're coming around. <laughs> you never said it out loud. Yes, he did. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah well, he this did. is on tape. You can go back and listen if you want. Well, okay. strictly speaking, it's not long finish. Mm. If you want to know what a long finish yeah. means, this is the ideal of a long finish. You, you've blown the smoke out. And a minute goes by, you still taste the taste, which I like. It's a little leathery on the finish. Yeah. Um, there's also a touch of cedar per, uh, there. And uh, it's definitely a full-bodied cigar. Like, this is a cigar I would recommend to Ed Sullivan. You guys typically like say, it. Yep. You guys Good typically, recommendation. typically yeah. cut the trees down the same day you're making the boxes, right? Which is the uh, reason why well, cedar Well, the cedar itself present. is cut the day that they're boxed, oh, okay. not the tree itself. On a waning moon. Do you know about that? No, I did not know that. <laughs> I know a waxing moon, but not a... On a waning moon, waning moon is when you cut the cedar, and if you don't, the cedar will bleed. Mm. It'll sap huh? up. It'll sap up. You never see... Remember the cedar boxes yeah, back oh, yeah. in the day? Yeah, before they, were, the, before they the realized... Pull the off of it. Yep, yeah, yeah. And before they realized, for whatever reason, whatever happens to the world at that point, on, from a waning moon, that's where they cut the tree. It's the mm. gravitational pull of the moon pulling the sap up into the tree or not. I've howled at the moon, but I don't remember. Yeah. Have you ever barked at the moon? No. All right. <laughs> our first episode. Barking's our first, aggressive. Uh, our first manufacturer guest, guest yeah. that, that's here on the show. Thank you, uh, Jim Price, for joining Thank us you here today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the cigar. It's very good. We got everybody in the care package uh, here smoking it, and I hope you're enjoying it. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, I just got back from the national sales meeting, uh, my second one I've ever been to. Um, I'll tell you what I can about that, what I learned, and let you know 
what sold best for me in 2019. We're going to go through our numbers and tell you what's selling. Maybe we can figure out some trends here. Uh, that's what I do, try to do in uh, national sales meetings, is look for trends. We'll see uh, if we can get to any of those. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create the this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. 
Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at better cigar shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back with our number two, episode one of 2020, actually 11 years that we've been doing this, huh? Is it sticking, Mr. Jonathan? It's 11 years now. It's true. selling it. It's true. No? Okay. 2010 to 2020 is 11 years. Inclusive. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We are going to go to cigar number two, and there'll be a reason we're going to this exact cigar, and we're going to get into that in a little while as we start going through the best sellers of uh, within my business that that I did um, at Two Guys Smoke Shop, what sold the most and everything. This is a reason for it because we sold... what is the terminology of the metric shit ton? Metric shit ton. It's an industry term you wouldn't understand, but it's an awful lot. And uh, what is this, Barry? There's well, no band on it. There's nothing. Today's second cigar is plus ninety, and it's manufactured here, there, and everywhere. The sizes vary, but we're going to light up a five by fifty, and the wrapper, binder, filler is from parts unknown. A single cigar will set you back six dollars, while you can get four for twenty. 
and a box of 50 is 250 plus 10 free. So if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries these, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. It's $4.19 a piece. So if you think the medulla oblongata is crazy, this is crazy because it's from parts unknown, it's different sizes, it's different wrappers, it's different countries of origin. You don't even know what you're going to get. No. Should we... It's the box of chocolates. The concept behind it. The concept. Okay. So... Cigar manufacturers get cigars rated all the time in magazines. Yep. When they get a high rating, they tend to boost production. Yeah. Sometimes the sales don't spike because of the time of year, and they're stuck on inventory. In stops David Garofalo, yeah. buys up the inventory. Unbanded. Without in- the band, without the box. Right. So these are all cigars that have gotten 90 or better ratings yes. in various publications. Yep. And it's whatever's available. And as I go to these places and I say, hey... What are you doing with those? Well, we made a whole bunch of them, but, um, you know, they're good. They're sitting there. They're aging and stuff. Well, I'll take them as is, and I'll sell them without people knowing what they are, and we can get rid of inventory, which is what you need to do. And they're covering more than covering their cost. They, They end up doing okay with it, but I'm not allowed to say what it is. And the thing is... That there's not all that money, all, all that many, all the time on these things. Mm-hmm. It's whatever's around and, and what it is. So you, you, it's almost a grab bag. You're taking a chance, but I'm mm-hmm. guaranteeing you, long-filled, handmade, premium cigar that's out there on the market as a highly rated cigar, but without the band on it. Now I work where all the infamy, all the product comes in. And yes, I've had a signing non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, but I think I can get away with saying that these have come from factories where the price point of a specific cigar is $12 or higher, yeah, and some, you're getting it for four We've had some on there that is crazy high prices yeah. or whatever it is, um, but they're able to get rid of thousands of them all in one shot. Uh, we typically take them in wheels of 50. Sometimes mm-hmm. they've been boxed up in 50 trays, trays if you yep. know what manufacturer does that. Yep. Um, and this is how it is, whatever it is. We... You know, you get to see the manufacturer that it comes into, sometimes not knowing exactly what line it is of the cigars, but you can, a lot of times you can figure it out. Those that know, know. And when they do come in and buy, oh, let me get four different cigars because there's a mixture of different cigars, and they end up saying, you'll, you'll see them the next time they come in, the next day they come in. They figured it out. They know what this is. They know they love it. And they say, give me 50 of those. Because it, it it you know becomes a trial thing, but there's never a bad cigar yeah. in the bunch. Yeah, when you buy somebody asked in the uh, chat room, so when you buy them by a bundle of fifty, you're getting the, the same, same cigar. Yes. You're getting the same wrapper binder filler, uh, the size, and it's cool. Some of the the bundles have that sticker on the outside that has the uh, factory information, not the name of the factory, but it's written by the roller or the blender. You know, some yeah, components. Those that know will we'll see that or you'll, you'll see the country of origin on the bundle because yeah. it, that's the only way it gets shipped to you yeah. without that. As we open them up and we put them in these uh, displays that are set up, right. you don't see anything at all. Now, maybe you want a big dark cigar. There's a big dark cigar. Maybe you want to – this happens to be a Robusto that we're, we're smoking today. Um because I'm getting it this this way, and we have so many different ones. I don't even know what this is. 
as I start smoking, maybe I'll, maybe we can guess as it's going on. Unless you know the answer to this, then don't say it if you know what it is. <laughs> um, but this is actually the number one selling cigar at Two Guys Smoke Shop in units of this, of single cigar sales in excess of 10,000 singles that people ended up buying of this. Never mind Bob Wheels of 50 and all that stuff, but single cigars of 10, and it's people trying these different things. Uh, it's not even a brand. So, so many people, oh, brand, it's all about the label and people smoke what they do. This is number one. Somebody said you should go after Avo because you, they did a sneaky way what you would yes. do first. <laughs> yes. Listen, we've had Avos. Yeah. And that's one of the things a guy says, this is just like whatever, boom. And uh, there's a guy that, do, a company that puts it in the trays of 100, like I was saying, that, that that's how the cigar comes in. So we have to break it down because we don't, the agreement. You're not going to hurt. You're yeah. not going to hurt anybody. The agreement with the manufacturer is, yes, I'm going to sell these to you, but you cannot sell them as the brand itself mm -hmm. because everybody that's on that brand is going to get off the brand and smoke this because it is that cigar. So we say, okay, we're not. Now, how many times people come up to us and say, hey, Jonathan, this is such and such. You don't know. So you smoke it yourself and you say, I think it is. Uh, right. Educating. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's give it a cut and light and, and we can guess and see what this is. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Cream soda on the cold draw. Can you bet, get a... You know what's good about this, too? I got to go to the cigar Box, see if I can find you a can review You can play a little game soda. with yourself, try, trying to figure it out. Densely packed. Good draw. Knowing that we just smoked a 50, this is probably a 52 or 54. I'm going to say 52. 52. Yeah. yeah. So that has to do with the two that, you know, who's making a 52 ring gauge. Um, you can see the wrapper on it. It's got a nice sheen to it. Um, the cold draw is not very spicy to me. No, Barry kind of nailed that with the cream soda. Yeah. So right now, I don't know about you, but I'm in Domin Dominican Republic right now is where I think I am. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Stealth. The Vertigo Stealth features single action, I can't three it. Where jets. Is it? I can't find it. It's stealth. Fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, you got an easy adjustment on the bottom, all for the low price of $29.99. That's the Vertigo Stealth. This is a big pocket lighter. Or for a person in my stature, it's a small pocket lighter. Yeah. Just, just would be a pocket lighter at that point. Or you want to press the ladies. Barry? That's the one when I with use your, the one that's curved. With yes. your chode? For your pleasure. <laughs> Depends how I sit. Okay, so I went to the Perdomo National Sales Meeting. Uh, awesome. Awesome hearing... Um, the the objections, the learning thing for me was unbelievable because I sit on the other side of it. But what they go through from store to store to store and um, looking for, here's the objections, here's the problems, what's the reach around, what's the way to help the retailer and get what they're trying to get. 
what is the retail, what is the manufacturer trying to get? They're trying to sell the cigars to the retail store. They're trying at that point for those cigars to be sold through. Right. And then they want to reorder. And years ago, it was all about launching a brand. The brand takes off. It had an 18-month shelf life. 18 months of a shelf life of a brand, start, drop, and launch the next one. Those days are gone because FDA, right. let me tell you, and there's a lot of manufacturers out there not even uh, dealing with this FDA issue, like it's going to go away or something, and here we are, uh, May 2020. You better get this stuff in there, but whatever. They're sitting back. Um, when we get to the state-of-the-state industry thing, uh, let me tell you, they, uh, it's not looking good, um, and we'll get into that. But the rep is trying to get a relationship with the store where they're going to be able to get shelf pace within that store. They're going to put the cigars in the store, and it does nobody any good unless that cigar sells through. Right. And after that cigar sells through, the reorder happens, and they get a second order in there. If the retailer did his job, he got that cigar tasted by the consumers. Oh, here's our new thing we have in here. And it doesn't have to be a new brand. Here's a new brand we have in our store. Right. Therefore, it's new. His customers have not had that before, most likely. Here it is. Now, you have the second order in. And you put the second order in. And you know Jonathan as much as anybody here. At that point, it's up to the cigar. Right. We did our job. We, the retailer, did our job. Now, it's up to the cigar is that um, manufacturer, is that rep going to get the third order from us? Because the same thing has to happen now. That cigar has to be re rebought by the consumer for the retailer to be out of that cigar to be, be able to buy and it. And really what you're looking for is to be able to get a box buyer per size in that line to be able to keep that line alive. From what I learned, though, it was a big part of my presentation and listening to the reps that were there. Almost every cigar shop is not selling boxes of cigars. They go as far as to say, we don't sell boxes. We don't sell boxes. We choose to sell one at a time instead of, in the Perdomo's case, 24 at a time. And maybe that's why we do 24 times the business of the store because we sell a box and they sell a single. And it takes you, Mr. Retailer, as much work to get a guy onto a single as to get him onto a box. But if you sell him by the box, then the guy is not going to come in the store for, if he smokes one cigar a day, for 24 days. That's, but, not, the, that's not the case either. But, yeah. no, he'll smoke a little faster. Yeah. But the flip side of that is once you've smoked a cigar for 24 times in a row, yeah. That becomes your cigar. Habit, habit forming at, at that a, point. Not that it's, you know, you, you're stuck you're not on addicted, it. But yeah. at, at the point you've got 24 cigars, you might give that cigar to somebody. You're smoking cigars with a buddy and he smokes it. Yes. And now you've got a sampling that's yes, happening. happening within there. With consumer to consumer. And those consumers out there that have never bought a box of cigars, you're missing it. You're missing the the box purchase anyway. It it smells better. It's everything awesome. about it's better. Everything it, it, about and it's better. most likely you're getting a discount on the box. You should be buying by the box. If you're a cigar smoker, you should be buying by the box. Of course. You're not buying if if you're a person that uses the bathroom, which is everybody, you're not buying toilet paper by the roll. 
you're most likely going to smoke another cigar again. Buy by the box. So you're, uh, if you're a retailer and you don't have a box to sell, you're not a retailer. You're, you're a single stick, whatever. You need to stock them, right? It used to be back in the old days, one to show, one to go, which meant one on the shelf to show, and then one for a guy to smoke the cigar and say, wow, it's good, give me a box, and there's one to go. And if that's where you are, one to show, one to go, you can never grow your business either because you don't have the second box in case you get two guys. Man, I'll tell you, even even at Christmas time, I, I thank my lucky stars that this is where I work because somebody comes in and says, I'm going to a Christmas party, I need two boxes of those, and I walk in. And there isn't two, there's three. Yes. So I have one for the next guy. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times when I worked in the store, somebody would come in and say, I need three boxes of this. And I always thought, oh, I don't know if we're going to have three of that. Yeah. Never failed. I'd go in the humidor and there it was. It's a secret of my success. I'm telling you right now, inventory is king. If you don't have it, you can't sell it. And the days of, the old days of, hey, uh, why don't you come back next Thursday? Oh, my God. If you end up doing that, there's a lifetime value of a customer. And if that lifetime value of a customer is 10 years, you hang on to the customer for 10 years. Say he buys a box every two months or whatever it is, and you end up not having it. And you say to him, we don't have it. Why don't you uh, wait another week or something? He can't wait another week. You don't have any cigars. That's the one he wanted. And he says, okay, I'll wait. I'll see you next week. And he goes, if he goes somewhere else, you may lose that, not sale, you lost the sale, but you may lose the customer. And the lifetime value of a customer is a gigantic number. And how many can you afford to lose like that? My answer, and and I'm doing pretty well, is zero. I can afford to lose zero. I don't want to lose any. I actually want more. I want to grow the company. So my perspective there at this meeting was to help the um, rep understand the mind, and that's what I called it, the mind of the retailer. At the same time, the great thing for me was I was learning the mind of the rep himself, Sales rep, a- yeah. along with the company itself, because you had all three dynamics that were happening there at the same time, that you had the company itself saying, this is what I want from you, the rep, and the rep saying, this is what I want from you, the manu- the retailer. And we went back and forth, and and not only during our presentations, but afterwards, grabbing lunch and dinner with them, and it w- was unbelievable. I learned so much from from them. They said they learned a lot from me too. I hope they did. I did the best I could to provide the information. But wonderful thing, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm not going to spill the beans on the direction of Perdomo Cigars, but it if they were a stock, I would buy the company. And I said that to them. They have a big future. They they had tremendous growth. And some people, you know, they're doing really good and they say, well, I'm doing really good. There's, we can only go so far. Trees don't grow to the sky. They do grow to the sky. You just keep going and going and going. And as great as they're doing, I'm telling you, the future is unbelievable with them. Uh, they are ready to grow. Uh, it is an army. I mean, they got it going on. It's fantastic to see. And I'm saying this out loud in front of everybody because every manufacturer, they're getting, everybody's getting ready for their, their meetings or they're, they're having them right now. Uh, I'm having ours next week. And 
I'm so glad I went to theirs because I picked up so much, and you're going to see a different different nice. meeting uh, that we're going to have for um, the the value that they ended up adding there. So make it almost four hours, huh? It's going to be at least four hours. <laughs> theirs is four days, <laughs> and my presentation ended up being about four hours. We do our whole meeting in four hours for the entire staff. This is four days, and it's probably not enough. It was unbelievable, and it was so valuable. You want to rush it and say, it's over. What happens at that meeting and what the people learn and get educated is going to decide the future of that company of how it's going to grow or not grow or fall apart or what it's going to do. So, no, we're not going to, uh, you know, go uh, – bowling or go on a dude ranch or do anything like that it's going to be all business but if we can if we end up going six hours we go six hours or whatever but uh what i think is i don't do it enough we do it once a year i think we need to do it twice a year at least sounds familiar Uh, yeah did you come up with that i did all right let's find out what's up in the cigar world with barry stein it's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And last year, we announced that Royal Agio was being purchased by Scandinavian Tobacco Group. To start the new year, the sale was completed for 210 million euros, which is almost 235 million U.S. dollars. STG will keep the current employees for at least three months and then figure out how to integrate roughly 3,200 employees into their current 8,000 employed by STG. You know what at least three months means? At least three months? Yeah. Three months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first looking. quarter. 90 days. Start yeah. looking. First quarter. And second quarter is going to be, wow, what happened to those guys? And last year, a well-known lobbyist group, was claimed to, to yeah. was shown to have false ties to President Trump. Three months later, PCA has finally gotten rid of that lobbyist group. What kind of wasted money happened yeah. there, man? They got duped. Why wait three months? Right. Once you find out that information. Yeah. yeah I, I find a guy stealing from me, and I hang on to him for three months. No. no. It wouldn't be three seconds. It's over, right? Yep. You, you cut ties, and you end it off, and that's it. But you pay them for an extra three months. Why? You got a contract with them? Forget it. It's over. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, you can violate that. You can uh, get yeah. that null and void for uh, well, selling false goods. Right. Absolutely. And that's what's up in the cigar world. There we go. And um, you're going you're gonna to start seeing the stuff uh, happening fast. Here it comes. Here it comes. Um, and uh, we'll report it as we have uh, those things coming on. And that reporting will start next week. The State of the Cigar Industry Address. I'll tell you uh, where we are as an industry. And uh, we'll get into that. The following week, uh, we'll tell you what happened on the sold-out meatball. The meatball, which uh, last year was the first time where all four of us got together along with Steve Saka to see who made the best meatball. And you've all embarrassed us. Because well, uh, yourself Steve, included. Myself included. Right. Um, we lost, and Steve Sack is back. I know. I, I don't want to sound bitter, but his meatballs were about $40 a piece. 
yeah. in terms of ingredients. But there wasn't anything that said that he couldn't do that, no. so he did. His presentation was spectacular. Yeah. Um, and he won. And, uh, you know, I'm not the guy to say um, not deserving so. I liked what my tastes like better, but there yeah, was a no, real he, vote. Nobody knew who's, whose was who, so they didn't vote for him because he's him. He deserved it, but yeah. I, I'm not happy no, about it. No. The thing I was most surprised was that Barry's didn't taste like dog food. That's what I was <laughs> expecting it to taste like. His his meatball was good. His meatball was better than yours. That's not true. <laughs> I, well, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, voters, I think you came in last place. I don't remember that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this year, we, we said we were going to have five. I think we may have six. We, we have a couple of surprise guests Man. that um, he doesn't know about, but we there's going to be some competition, and he's going down. You, I think you're attempting to stack the deck is what you're I am. I, I, there's no rule against that. My money is on the field. Yes. Uh, yes, he you, will. He will be dethroned. You went against him last time. I he know. Pulled out all the stops. He will be dethroned, and um, we'll, we'll talk about that with Michael Capellini from although, Toscano Cigars. I'd say last year we were seeing posts from him by now of getting ready and yes. trying out. So well, he had never made know. a meatball before. I know. And, and, but. and this might be a little. Off color, and I'm sure it will be. Okay, <laughs> line this up. And, yeah. and Here's I, the setup. And I have an apology. You know, yeah. apologize in advance. advance. This is bad, but he has an excuse to be a little bit behind the eight ball this year, as his uh, well, lovely wife had a family member pass away unexpectedly. Real? I didn't know this. He posted about it. Didn't say who it was, uh, but they had a fly out. I've been off the radar yeah. here for a couple of days. They came so. back from wherever they were for the holidays, and the next day they had to leave to go to this funeral. So, oh, I don't know this. He has a built-in excuse, but but he's got another whole week, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so. I'm not even uh, in the meatball, and I've though, been making meatballs this week, even just preparing. Though, even though Steve Saka doesn't listen to the show, we offer our condolences. Of course, mm-hmm. but you don't know who it is. No. So he'll, so he'll reach out on his wife's side. Yes, he'll okay. reach out to you because he listens to the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, after uh, the meatball, then we're going to get to uh, getting ready for TPE. And I'll tell you all about that. That's t- Tobacco Plus Expo. And uh, I'm telling you, there's a new game in town. It's not that they're new, but this is they're a growing while, unfortunately, the PCA or formerly IPCPR is uh, – seen better days unfortunately so um as it's a new year this is a time for companies to reflect and look at problems that happen and straighten it out and you turn things around even if you're going and or you're looked upon as um not doing as good as you used to do it's time to turn it around and get it going and hopefully that's the direction of what's happening there um but uh tobacco plaque expo i'm actually excited to go i can't wait to go i want to see what it's all about and uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And uh, then uh, from there, I'm actually going to the Super Bowl. I will be at the Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. They'll Damn be it. there? They'll be there. I'm, 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 I don't know if they'll be playing, but they will be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gronk will be there. You, yeah. You going to his beach party? I don't know. Eh, why not? I didn't get an invitation, but I did get an invitation to the Fleur de Minicana party that's there. Oh, nice. I will be there. I'm a fan of the Patriots, but the play is Tennessee plus five. They play what this week? Yeah, today, today. actually, today. Yeah, if I was a betting man, I would be betting Tennessee today. 
With five points. With five points. So, so if the Patriots New England won by win. a field goal, I would still win. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in the last 10 games in the wild card, the team that's favored has been 0-10 against the Spurs. But I'm not it, a gambler. It, it, yeah. It, it, they also up. don't have a drinking problem. No. <laughs> right. So there we go. Um, so thoughts here on this cigar we're smoking. This is the one we're smoking up line. It's called Plus 90. You don't know what you're going to get. So I'm telling you, if anybody ends up buying it and they say, what, well, I got a long Maduro. You guys smoked a short Robusto. You don't know what you're going to get, so it, it, maybe it's not something for you to buy blind. This it, is something that works in the stores. Yeah, or if you want to, you know, you roll, can. roll the dice and, roll the and dice. be a gambler. You know, Pete will pick out when you place your order. Pete does all our picking for our orders. So, he will randomly pick out your so, cigars. So how, when they do do that, right, yeah. there's probably like six different choices right. at a time. Yep. Would Pete? If somebody says, give me four for 20, right? would he pick out four different ones? He'll pick out four different ones, yeah. and he's going to hate me for saying this, but if you put in the common field, give me four different ones, he'll curse me out for saying it, and then he'll pick you four different ones. He's going to just do, made his life but he, difficult. He would do it anyway, right? Yeah. He would most like <laughs> Now, somebody ends up liking the Robusto that just came in, like they do when coming in the store, right. and then next time they come in, they see the Robustos that they want, and they buy a whole bunch of them. Could they end up saying, wow, I got the dark long one last time. Can, you got any more of those and send me 50 of those? We, they might not be there. Might it depends be there. how yeah. many we bought, you know, how many were yeah. available from the manufacturer. Yeah. You get a whole bunch of people buying cigars. Yeah. Who's to say they're not going to be there? So the, the interesting play here on this cigar is it's never the same, and yet it becomes the number one skill because yeah. it's always changing. Is it fun? Is it maybe that's part of it? I to, think it's fun. I yeah. Think, I think, you know, not knocking on our listeners, but everybody thinks they're a cigar connoisseur. And uh, and I think that their passion allows them to play the game. Because now you're smoking for two reasons. You're smoking for the relaxation, but you're also smoking trying to figure it out. What it yeah. Is. So it becomes a game. So I think I know the manufacturer of the cigar. I, I think so, too. What do you think? You think you got it? Yeah. Ed? No, it's not something I would normally smoke. Okay. I, I, I will say this. I'm gonna, I'll be the person you hate this year, but I'm getting a note of uh, bok choy from the cigar. I, I've never eaten bok choy. Yeah. I don't not think. to be confused with Chinese pea pods, but there's like a bok, to- bok choy flavor. Which, is, that, is that a white, rooty vegetable? It, it's, a, it's an Asian thing. Is it white and rooty? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? I'm just trying to think if I know what even what it is. There's a vegetal component to it, I guess. <laughs> is it something from the Davidoff family? Yes. Yes, it is. It. Uh, I think. I don't know what well, it is. I mean, from a, a look and construction, it's a beautiful wrapper yeah. on it. Nice sheen on the wrapper. Perfect burn and draw on it. And it's a pretty good deal for $6? It's a great deal for right. 6 bucks. right. right. They're all great deals. I wouldn't buy one that you know. I certainly wouldn't buy a five dollar cigar and sell it for six. If uh, you know, it's quite the opposite that you know we're buying the stuff. So I want to buy fifteen dollar cigars and sell them for yeah, it's four it, for twenty. It's an unbelievable value for sure for the consumer. But it, t- it tastes Dominican. It tastes I don't know whatever. That Davidoffy type of there's that San Vicente yeah yes taste to it yeah that 
that makes this a give. You know, this one's a slam dunk. This yeah. one's easy to figure out. I think so. And and, and Jonathan picked them out. I said, just grab four of whatever you want. I was thinking we'd get four different ones, but then we couldn't have have this discussion. But uh, we'll see how it ends up burning through as we go on. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to reveal the best sellers at our cigar shops. Uh, we'll pull, pull back the curtain, tell you the best sizes, the best brands, the best price points, and all. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Stone Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. 
Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Rafael Nodal in Aging Room, uh, according to Cigar Aficionado, the cigar of the year, actually really their second Aging Room Cigar of the Year because the time before that it was number two, but it was a Cuban cigar and we don't count them. So uh, it was the um, number one cigar in the free world. Uh, congratulations to Raphael, uh, good man. Very and, good man. And today was his anniversary of um, the uh, boat lift when um, the uh, Marielle boat Marielle lift. boat lift. Yeah, when they uh, came uh, in old broken down boats from Cuba yeah. and they uh, had dry foot, they call it, and they yeah. they got to step on the land and then they get to be cit- automatic citizens. I guess I used to work with somebody in Miami Cigar who came over on the Marielle boat lift. Yeah, yeah. So uh, changed their life. I remember the unbelievable stories he has about that, that they gave him an apple and a Coca-Cola when he landed. <laughs> and every once in a while, his wife, he comes home from a trip or something, and there's an apple and a Coca-Cola there. And uh, unbelievable stories of, of what they ended up doing in their life, how they uh, um, became successful. You're talking about coming with nothing. I mean, literally You got nothing. no choice when you have nothing. Yep. You got to do it. Yeah. So it's a new year and that's the time people should look at, you know, where they are in life and say, uh, you know, you want to do something about it or you want to just uh, complain and say, uh, oh, what was me or something. I'm very against the New Year's resolution and I'm pro making your resolution happen before the new year happens. Well, so it's you can better start than, off. It's better than nothing, though. It's better than nothing. How many people are going to sign up for gym memberships they're not going to use? Lots of them. And good for the gym places. Sure. Because it, but- it helps their business out, right? How many people are going to take up smoking? 
<laughs> it's not many, right? I think in 2020, I'll take up smoking. Uh, we, we unfortunately don't get that, that little boost that everybody else gets. But we had a great year. Uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop itself, uh, the retail stores, even even the online, but it's it's about the retail stores. As we tell you on here, support the brick and mortar retailer. If they don't have it, can't get it, don't want it, and you want it or something, of course you go find it and do what you have to do. But um, uh, brick and mortar, I, I look at this stuff. This is important for me to for do is to go over the numbers and stuff, and I'm not even. I got a whole week to to even gather more information, but I got some of it, um, and we look at it, and we try to say what direction is the industry going in, if some of this information can help us, and we get ahead of the curve, right? We can see some sort of trend happening, like when the big ring gauge trend began, how did we know it before everybody else knew it? You could start seeing the movement of it and early indications. So I look at top items for 2019 singles in units, not in dollars, but in units. Um, that's a better trend because you end up getting a high a $20 cigar and it's going after into a $5 cigar. Well, the five, yeah, the $5 cigar sells four times as much and still doesn't make it to uh, what, what that other cigar would do. So number one of all cigars in single seal units was the plus 90. And this is not the first time. We, we, plus 90 has been out there for a while. And uh, it's a monster for us. Uh, it's a great value for the customer. It's a uh, good thing for us to do. Cer certainly, we have to buy large quantities to be able to pull this off because there's no uh, manufacturer that's going to sell me a wheel of 50 and right. give me a good deal on it like that. You buy many, many wheels of 50 to be able to do this. Uh, but that was number one. Um, that's all different shapes and sizes, so it doesn't help us on shapes and sizes to try to figure out a trend. No, but it shows that the plus 90 is consistently good. Yes. No matter what cigar yeah. it is. Um, number two coming in was where we're talking about big ring age is still hot. This cigar is a 6 by 28 Is that yeah, right? It's the anti-big cigar. Anti-big yep. cigar. It's United Pencil. It's shaped as a number two pencil it looks the same size of it a six by 28 first discussed remember on the cigar authority program roughly nine years ago yeah it yeah and it was like the do the opposite of what's what's happening out there this cigar we're talking units though we're not talking dollars because it's an mm -hmm. inexpensive cigar but it it sells in massive units now i want to talk about influencing uh, and I, I brought this up uh, at the Perdomo sales meeting, uh, the, the strength of influencers. The people in the cigar shop influence the sale of what happens because we can see it that happens right here. And Mr. Jonathan is the guy that's on the floor. I'm not on the floor uh, often. I was there for Christmas week, and I still got it, right? Still got it. Still got it. You were sore. Yes, you I was. You were sore. Uh, but the number three selling in unit was Aladino Corojo Reserva Robusto. It's what he smokes all the time, and he has influenced the people that came in the store because what he smokes is what they smoke. It's, it's an unbelievable number, and I know he smokes a lot of them, but he don't smoke enough to end up handling three, on, three stores uh, in, in our volume. But it becomes the number three or maybe the first legitimate size of, of a cigar with Regular a name cigar, on it or yeah. something. Um, 
and it wasn't Cigar of the Year, it wasn't anything, it's what the guy that, that puts in 40 hours a week down on the floor. 40 hours? What, did I get a vacation? There we go. Um, number four is something I think that is not being influenced by there, but it's the company itself that ended up building an unbelievable strong following that is one that doesn't really exist anymore, that somebody did his brand loyalty to that degree, and that's Padron Anniversario Imperial Maduro. That customer does not budge. And not that it doesn't matter to us to budge, but I want to keep people interested in cigars. That's why I always show somebody that's a Padron smoker, here, let me show you something else that's there too. Not to take it away from what Padron is. I want them to stay interested in it. That customer doesn't leave. And I, and I know a few of them off the top of my head yeah. on that exact cigar. So, some of them will humor you and look at what you're showing them, yes. and then they'll say, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And we have a few guys in mail order that order four to pop on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah, of that exact size, that of exact, that exact wrapper. Yeah. It's amazing. Then there's our house brand, and, I, and it's, I'm surprised actually at the size. I thought it was going to be different. Maybe this is a trend because the size was different before. This is Dos Ombre, mm -hmm. a bundle cigar brand. It's the Dominican version, which is the milder of the bunch, uh, in natural, which is exactly the way it should be. But the size was 6 by 50 and it was always the 6 by 60 The 6 by 50 now is outselling the 6 by 50 and well, that wasn't the case. Hang on a second, though. This is in single units, yes. not, it, not by the bundle. Correct. So that's the, that's the difference. The 6 okay. by 60 guy is a bundle buyer. Very few of those go by the single. All right. Uh, next up came a surprise to me, although we had um, an employee that was chain-smoking these things. Uh, Still do. <laughs> Neanderthal. And he does smoke enough to make it, to make it matter. <laughs> HN by Romacraft, the single of that. Uh, coming in at number six, he's at one store though. We're talking three stores that are Do doing. It. He's not. He's not influencing. He's he's not influencing. But he, I'm telling you that he smokes every single one of those, and he doesn't no, tell he doesn't. anybody he, about it. He does it. not. He does not. <laughs> well, a former employee smoked those daily. Yes. Yeah. So there was two, and he was influencing the the sale of that that was happening. I, I, and he and he worked multiple stores. Yeah, I think Pat grabs them too. So yeah. there's a fair number of and, employees. And, maybe, and it's probably you influencing Pat. <laughs> so influencing is so important. And I know we're we're an influencer, which is a cigar authority. Also is every podcast and every blog and every magazine that's out there is influencing the purchases of it. Um, next up is probably my influence is La Giana Toro single. I, I smoke it every day. Yeah, you do. So, and it's years and years of the influencing that's happening there. Uh, back to United Pencil and Maduro, back to the Dominican um, uh, Dos Ombre bundle. Then it becomes Arganosa Leaf Connecticut Toro, the cigar of the year. So we, Which the Robusto was the physical size. The Toro is the one that everyone's gravitating toward. Yeah, a little more for a little, little less. A little further down becomes the Robusto version of that. I'm not going to go through all these things, but uh, next becomes Aladino Corojo Reservo Toro. You saw the Robusto up there, then it becomes You can't the blame me for the Toro. I don't even smoke the Toro anymore. Anymore. Hmm. This is the whole year of it. Then we get the Padron 7000 Maduro single. Huge. Huge. Uh, Diamond Crown number four. A beast. Uh, more Dos Hombres, more Padron 3000, La Giana Robusto, 
Um, and then we go into Trademark, Hammer and Sickle, Trademark, Toro, uh, Monster for us. Yep. Um, and finally, we're talking units now. Single units. Single units. This one is a surprise because it's so expensive. And for it to sell that many units, Atabe Divinos in singles. That's a lot of dollars, man, for that to show up that high up. And when we, we go into um, dollar sales, you'll see it, it, at the very top. Jonathan, yep. is the Davino's Tom size? It is. He, he smokes a lot of those by the single. Yeah, he really I does. would be willing to bet that he is uh, roughly 600 of those because <laughs> <laughs> he's good for two a day. Yeah. Uh, Padron 1926, number 35, the smaller size of the 26 version. So I'm, I'm, try, I'm looking at this and saying small cigars, big cigars. You know, it's not telling me anything. It's not helping me in any way here yet. Acid Amigos comes in at number 23 acid amigos which is a infused cigar it it comes two at a time but when you buy the two it only counts as one as a unit right that's how the unit is sold so if you actually count it as two it's probably way up there uh another atabe atabe brujos comes in at number 24 and perdomo habano barrel aged epicure connecticut comes in singles you see the connecticut stuff showing up yep. a lot here right it, connecticut is still number one of uh how how that plays out now i'm going to look at uh top suppliers well, you know i think what may influence the the neanderthal hn too is that they sell them in boxes of 50 which is a hard thing for people to bite off on yes. so i think people get handfuls of them sure um Best-selling accessory, what do you think? Most units of an accessory. Uh, some Vertigo, Vertigo Cyclone. Cyclone. Vertigo Cyclone, exactly. Yeah. 2,000. Of big. one size of one Vertigo. Vertigo Cyclone, 2,000. That's, That's a big number. Yeah. How do you beat it? How do you beat that product? My God, it's unbelievable. Uh, let's get to Don Raphael Offer of the Day so I can take care of some uh, stuff here. The Don Raphael Offer of the Day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? A million dollars. Another one for a million? A million dollars. Eat a whole log of poo with a knife and fork on a white dinner plate in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. I wouldn't. This no is white dinner plate. Yeah. I mean, if it <laughs> That's was where a he different, draws the line. Yeah. <laughs> different plate. It was a paper I'd, plate. Yeah. Yeah. A paper uh, plate. See, and my issue with this is in front of everybody. Then you become the guy who ate shit. <laughs> for a million dollars. Yeah, for a million dollars. You got to keep it down, too, by the I, way. I, I don't know that that's worth it, and I don't know that I could keep it. I'm gagging thinking about it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Some people say they'd kill for a million dollars, but you wouldn't eat a log of poo, huh? What if you added some corn to the diet? And, <laughs> corn, and then it was corn on the log. Uh, the answer is no. Absolutely no, not. No, no one's doing absolutely it. Nobody would do that. All right. That's what keeps the show interesting, right? Um, you know, I'm looking for. We're running out of time, too. You've got to bang through these. No, I got so much. I got so much stats here. Aaron Aldridge says, it sounds like a lot of your customers lose their lighters. They buy it multiple times, and it's all good. Uh, this item report here. Uh, no, I got to go to here. 
Ah, there's so much of it here. Let me go to top suppliers. Number one supplier of all is selected tobacco. We're talking dollars here. Uh, Atabay, Byron, Bandolero, big number dollars. So no way in units, but can you imagine the amount of dollars that, you know, ringing up a $20, $30 cigar adds up to when you're, um, you know, $5 cigar here. So all of a sudden, plus 90 doesn't appear here because of price-wise. But one does as number two is Dos Ombre. A bundle brand, and as Jonathan says, that's sold by the bundle. It's yes. sold by the single, too, but the, the vast majority are buying by the full bundle or multiple bundle sales, which ends There's up There's not adding. a whole lot of SKUs that the uh, box skew or the bundle skew would outperform the single skew, and in that case, it does. Yeah. Uh, number three comes Padron. Padron is a sense. monster, yep. with a loyalty that... The person does not uh, fall off of. It's been for years and years and years. They're at the top. Um, number four is Perdomo. Perdomo comes in and moving up every single year. Um, and here they are at number four. Davidoff at number five. Fuente, a surprise at number six. Um, we see that at the very tail end of the year, that they're not in that at all. And then they load you up with the... Opus and the and the rare stuff and stuff and they bring their number up. Um, J.C. Newman almost high because of Diamond Crown. Right. Um, number eight is La Giana, <clears throat> not as a company but a brand by itself. Uh, La Giana, which has been around twenty five years for us, packaging change this year brought this thing way up. Yep, came alive. Number nine, J.R.E., which is Aladino. And Former number cigar of the year makes sense. Number ten becomes uh, Drew Estate. Drew Estate. So plus ninety all the way down to uh, number twenty. Yet number one when it comes to units. So, so it, 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 dollar change. Dollar things change for everything. For us, is the Drew Estate a lot of acid or? Yes. Yeah. 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 Acid amigos. Yeah, big. I don't. I don't see a lot of the other right. products moving. Yeah, but it's it's up there. Uh, it adds up of the uh, – I got, I got so much information, but I'll, I'll do this again when I get to um, more things. Um, you know, I don't know what I want to end up saying. I don't want to hide anything. I'm not trying to hide anything from it, but there's so much – I had to prepare for Perdomo and, and didn't get to spend a lot of time on my own stuff here. Um, the number one unit sales of dollars, right? Of a, of a single cigar in units, Atabay Ritos. Mm -hmm. Happens to be my favorite cigar yeah. of all. Um, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of uh, $151,000 in Atabay Ritos. Crazy number. Second, again, dollars. It changes everything. Byron Grand Poema. Um, Atabay Delirios. Uh, Byron... Elegante. It's Atabay Byron because it's it's dollars. And then the oddball comes in as Dos Ombre. And, and you're you're hundred percent right. Dos Ombre, Dominican six by sixty, because it's by the full bundle, and right. now it adds up in there. Uh plus ninety wheels come in, not the singles that you saw, the full wheels end up coming in. More Atabay Byron, more Dos Ombre. Um Mi Carita Firecracker. It's 500 boxes in one shot, right? right. There's that. Uh, La Giana, uh, Padron. You know, it's it's much of the same that ends up happening in Diamond Crown. Um, yeah. 
contenders, contenders packs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking for anomalies. I'm looking for trends. I'm looking for, you know, th that's the big part of it. If we see something rising, and I need hours, I need days on this, and I will have days to, to gather the information. And if I find something out and I see a trend, I'll give it to you as it goes on. But uh, I'm looking at it basically in the same uh, time frame that we're looking at it here. Uh, what else do I have? Nothing else. Uh, let's get to this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness, and the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Who is the champion of 2019? Do you uh, that would be me. That would be you. I am the champion. Of the decade. Decade, year, however you want to. Multiple years in a row. So you're going first. First happy birthday to my bride, Laurie. No need to talk about when she was born. That's that's my gift to you. Uh, but it also is Don Shula's birthday. And I happen to stay at the Shula Hotel uh, this week. That's where I was. And we had dinner at Shula's. But Don Shula's birthday is today. He's best known as the coach in Miami Dolphins, the team that led two Super Bowl victories. And uh, the NFL's only perfect season. He currently holds the NFL record for the most career wins at 347 um, in his 36-year career of coaching the NFL. Great steakhouse. Uh, Don Shula's birthday today. What year was he born? 1926. 26. For two points, 1930. For two points, 1930. He says very cockily. Yeah, I, I would say 1932. He says 32. He's in between. He's cocky because he's correct. Two points. Why do you know that? I saw an article this morning on NFL.com <laughs> about how he's living comfortably at 90 years old. Wow. Huh. Two points for Barry. So we I didn't even know who he was, <laughs> and I got, I got pretty close. Um, we only have three questions, by the way, and no tiebreaker. But over to you, Ed Sullivan. And it's perfect. Would we actually have, be going to we, Barry. We have John Connor here, which is perfect because I have is a... Is it a wrestler? It is. Former professional wrestler Jesse Ventura is sworn in as governor of Minnesota today. What year? I think Not it's when really he was born, when he, when he turned yeah. into the governor. Oh, it's to Barry. Yeah. 2002. 2002, he says less cockily. Still Nin a cock. Is that a word? <laughs> 1998. 1993. Night Court. Remember that show? 1981. 81. 1980. 80. 84. 84. 
Somebody has two points. Barry Stein, our champion. Barry Stein. Barry Stein's knows some ridiculous information. <laughs> he doesn't know how to be champion of the decade, though. So, but he he has taken the title now. He's for the new, one. He's the thing, new champion. No big deal. No big deal. I am the champion of the new decade. No, you're not. You're just the champion of one game. The decade happens well, at the end the, of the decade. The reigning champion. Reigning of this champion. Decade. All right, what do you think? Plus 90. Plus 90, do we do we feel like this has something to do with a, a Dominican factory uh, known for high-end cigars? Yeah, you know, but, it was an unbelievable cigar for It's five definitely a moment. It's not unexpected. Oh, it's a, Jesus. <laughs> it's a oh. good time. <laughs> We're going to get calls. I mean, th- that was a six-inch cigar. This is a five-inch cigar. Obviously, it's not unexpected. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, this definitely fills the moment. Hmm. Is it time beautifully filled? Is that what you were but going I, for? Yes, it was time beautifully filled. <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually... like this last two hours. Do, do you sell many of these online? No. I kind of don't want to sell a lot of it's, these online because all I can... I think it's going to give you a lot of heartache that they're going to say, oh, I want those robustos. You say they're not getting these. Yeah, it's possible are, that it happens, but you don't have no idea what Somebody asked about it in the chat room that they wanted to take an adventure. And I told them I could not guarantee that they would get this cigar. Absolutely. Because they're in stock in Salem. I don't know if they're in stock yeah. in Nashville, which is most likely where it was based. So I would play it off as most likely you're not going to get what would. This was just an idea, just so we showed you. It's a number one seller. The, the, more than the mass majority, almost 100% of it is sold because the person can look at it and decide. We had Lanceros in there. We've had all kinds of different stuff over the years. And uh, when, when I end up going on these trips, that's what I look at. I see walls of cigars that are sitting there, and I have conversations with them. How long have they been sitting there? Usually it's good age stuff, I, too. I always used to like to buy the Lanceros in two because it'd be like drumsticks. Drumsticks. We, we've had those. <laughs> That's where I was going. There we go. <laughs> and they're long gone, yes. but we, we've had rare things. He doesn't pay attention during the pre-show meeting where we're like, <laughs> we're not going to talk about the specific stuff well, that's been in there. Yeah. There's been unbelievable stuff. Beating around the bush. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. Uh, Next week is the State of the Cigar Industry Address. We'll get to that. We'll find out uh, as we look in the past where we're heading as an industry. And uh, for mailbags, by the way, I'm specifically looking. We've got a show coming up without Dave. And if you have any burning cigar questions. Burning. Huh? I'd like your uh, letters in the mailbag to have to do with cigar questions so that we can have a segment dedicated to that. All right. Thanks to Toscano for uh, for the support. Glad to have you on board. And uh, until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you've learned nothing in the last two hours. But always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Check. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.